0: What do you wanna da da all I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday mm,
1: yesterday All oh, the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls I know. Like it's ta da Monday or Tuesday. Today is Thursday. Oh no! I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any da. Quote well, da at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. If Formula 1 is a drug, then we addicts have much to cheer. After almost no action, or rather after no action for nearly a month, we will now have three races in September, October and November. Yay! Mithila Mehta and I, Kunal Shah, are back this week with a fresh new episode of the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast where we will look forward to the Belgian Grand Prix this weekend. And a lot of other news that have happened in the last 4-5 to days.
0: Wow Kunal, so much to talk about. So we have the F1 Strategy Group meeting tomorrow, on the 18th of August. Do you know why they chose a Tuesday?
1: Well, they must have chosen a Tuesday because they know we record on the Monday. And maybe they've just done this to avoid our rats for (laughs) their inability to make a sensible and a timely decision.
0: For once, they've made a sensible decision. But <laughs> can I tell you, I am so excited for the second half of this season. So we could have either 1, 3 or 5 as the world championship number for Osberg, Hamilton and Vettel respectively.
1: But who are you kidding? I mean, this is Lewis Hamilton's year.
0: Definitely, I have to agree. But what about Alonso? Well, his manager believes that he will fight for the title in 2016. Lol <laughs> moment. <laughs>
1: Well, you know what? If he cannot fight for the title in 2016, I suspect that F1 will lose him to another series, which will give him a competitive car after all. It is a problem that I believe even Bernie Ecclestone is unable to fix. Ouch.
0: Though, of course, history tells us that patience could be rewarded in this respect. So the previous McLaren-Honda dominance took five years to cook. But here's some good news for Alonso. So, Honda believes that their spa upgrades could actually bring them on par with Ferrari in the race.
1: Oh my. You're oh. supposed to laugh. <laughs> I'm actually a little dumbfounded. <laughs> right. You know, so Manor believes they're going to be as quick as McLaren, and McLaren believes that they are going to have an engine which is as quick as a Ferrari engine, which technically means that Manor could end up going really quick in spa as well. On the podium. <laughs>
0: so Renault, will they finally make a decision will they stay will they go should they stay if they go formula one could well become a ferrari versus mercedes championship with regard to engines
1: you know i really love the fact that you have excluded honda from this oh yes (laughs) (laughs) them too yes but should they join the list of teams i think they should Bernie's, after all, given them a welcome mat. He said, you know, if they join, there'll be an iconic status for them, which basically in this term means preferred payments. We all know the more the money, the faster you go. That's really the mantra in Formula One. However, that to me is a sad state of affairs. Ecclestone should be treating all teams equally. We've said this before. I say this again. Everyone should be treated equally.
0: Absolutely. Ferrari will make a decision. Kimi Raikkonen. To stay, to go? Well, I for one really hope he stays.
1: You know what? He might just stay and you might still be very happy about (laughs) it. Ferrari has his knack of retaining drivers way past their use-by date.
0: As for the Massa lovers, Williams will make a decision though. Should Bottas remain with Williams though? Toto Wolf
1: certainly thinks so. Well, Bottas should stay and Massa should leave for Ferrari. That's my point, you know. But since you asked me a serious question, I'll give you a serious answer. Williams Mm -hmm. do not seem to be wanting to win races and hence do not seem to be able to become championship contenders. So, if Bottas or for that matter, any driver who has championship ambitions should leave Williams. Very simple logic.
0: More fun news this silly season. Max Verstappen has actually been linked to Ferrari as Kimi Raikkonen's possible replacement. Now, I'm not a fan of anyone who could replace Kimi, but... Still, you know, Max moving to Ferrari. Some really interesting news out there.
1: Yes. I wrote about it on my blog that Max Verstappen, really lucky, youthful, full of exuberance. He's been a revelation this year. He drives without pressure. And, you know, I'm very excited from a different point of view that if Ferrari does approach him, mm-hmm. I want to see how he, his father, Red Bull and Ferrari approach their contractual situation.
0: I love your blog.
1: Thank <laughs> you. For those who haven't read it, should go upon on and read my views on how Max Verstappen has gone from being a nobody to possibly Formula One's next big thing. But having said that, right. back to the podcast. Verstappen's moves could actually depend on Renault and their status uh, in Formula One. And of course, Red Bull Racing's long-term commitment to the sport as well. You know, If the quit talks remain and mm-hmm. they haven't really taken a stance either, either way, way. They, they've just said, listen, we need a competitive engine, he could seek a home elsewhere and that would only be fair.
0: So on this note, Red Bull Racing and Mercedes talks are gathering momentum. Do you think Red Bull Racing will bite? Do you think they should? And on that note, do you think they'd actually be able to defy history? To become the first customer team to ever win a world championship.
1: So you really mean that it is time for Red Bull to relive and redefine their gives you wings tag. That Uh can you possibly take a customer engine and go win a world championship? Maybe they should, maybe they could, you never know. But this would possibly be Ricciardo's and Kivat's best shot to the title. It would be a realistic one because they'll have a competitive engine to go along with a really brilliantly designed Red Bull chassis. Okay, right. and look at it this way. There is a reason why Red Bull would also prefer Mercedes over Ferrari. You know, if you were to select one engine from the grid, why would you not select the fastest one out there?
0: But do you think Mercedes would treat Red Bull equally?
1: Well, you know, I've had this discussion with a lot of fans and, and when I say a discussion, I mean a very passionate discussion. So yes, on paper, they will be treated equally. But the minute they start challenging the Mercedes cars at the front, you know, a mysterious reliability-related upgrade could suddenly go down to their engine software. Wow. Which would make them a little slow here and there.
0: But why would Mercedes act this way?
1: Well, to earn 20 million euros, you don't want to jeopardize some 220 million euros you spend on the world team. <laughs>
0: well put. But yes, talking of money and budgets, Pirelli's Formula One investments are higher than that of Manor. And just about equal to that of Sauber. Kunal, that's a staggering 100 million euros. So this includes expenses to manufacture and transport F1 tires around the globe. And of course, the trackside advertising.
1: You know, that is exactly why (laughs) Bernie Ecclestone prefers Pirelli to Michelin.
0: I wonder why they don't actually run a racing team though, Pirelli.
1: You know, know, maybe they know something we don't. And... uh... Probably what the other midfield (laughs) team owners don't, you know. By the way, fans should know this and so should you, that teams actually pay Pirelli to use their tyres annually. So that's an earning for them too.
0: Good money. More on the money talk. So the Formula 1 budgets were out last week. And it was really uh, scary and heartbreaking to know that the 10 teams on the grid spend nearly 2.6 billion euros in cash flow to operate the sport every year. That's you know, a lot of
1: money. Yeah, that's probably what Greece needed for a bailout, or probably five <laughs> times more. I don't know. Give or take. But no. you know you know, this is exactly why we need cost control in the sport. It's the need of the hour or in Formula One terms, the need of the second.
0: The FIA though, they've saved two teams from the ruin. They've refused them entry to race in 2016. Wow. <laughs>
1: Kudos, FIA. Good job. Well done, well done. Good policing, good (laughs) policing. But you know, I feel bad for Manor because this is what tables have been made public in terms of revenue earnings. They have only half a million euros as sponsorship. Only half a million? Only half a million. Here's another fun statistic. So
0: half of Lotus's sponsorship is Pastor Maldonado. You know, maybe they should appoint him as their sponsorship manager.
1: (laughs) Well, from being a driver to being a sponsorship manager.
0: It's a natural career progression. But you know something... It happened to me. (laughs) Well, well, well. But something very strange is up with Haas Racing. You know, there's just too much noise about the driver signings. So there are reports that keep coming out in the press that they're in talks with 10 drivers. I mean, we didn't really think, did we, that 10 drivers could possibly line up to drive an untested and possibly absolutely incompetent car.
1: You know, that's true, but what I really wonder is if Yvonne, Gutierrez, Rossi and Hulkenberg are the four drivers they're talking to.
0: Who are the other six? <laughs> I didn't know there were <laughs> 10 drivers available on the grid. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, The only other driver I can think of is Sutil. Maybe there is Kobayashi. Maybe there is Kovalainen wanting to make a Come comeback. Back. And I I can't think of many other names maybe it's just bad memory but on to spa it's time we really talk about spa the one no big... no, no wait before that tell me
0: why do you think Motor gp could be better than formula one
1: very simple they have two wheels instead of <laughs> four and the law of gravity makes it seem dare devil- devilry more
0: badass
1: well, you just wanted to use the word, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I
0: love that word. They've also
1: got Yamaha versus Honda versus Ducati. You know, manufacturers fighting is always fun. Of course, of course. And they've got Laguna Seca. They've got the Cox Toward Laguna Seca, that one corner which is absolutely my favorite corner, maybe mm. after Rouge. Right. And they've got Rossi. You cannot take it away from MotoGP. They've got Rossi. And they might soon have Lewis Hamilton. You know, this is maybe why they have a fan in Nikki Lauda. It's probably because of Hamilton's interest in the sport why Lauda landed up at the Czech Republic Grand Prix last weekend.
0: I'm sure it is. Anyway.
1: Okay, but now really time for Spa. We've got Aux Rouge, Pouhon, Black Chimont. We've got the bus stop chicane. You know, it's actually my dream to drive a single seater at Spa someday.
0: Yeah, I know it's your favorite circuit. Yeah. But dreams aside, reality will strike soon and the teams will line up on the starting grid at Spa. And they have a new sporting regulation to deal with. Manual starts. What's that all about? So manual starts would mean
1: burn clutches. That's what pretty much everyone's expecting.
0: So, do you think we're going to have a shake-up in the race order at the start for this fourth race in succession?
1: You know, I do suspect, and I won't be surprised if Mercedes has spent much of their shutdown time scratching their heads to correct their start procedures. I mean, they've just failed to get it right.
0: But do you think this would make the predictions for the race difficult?
1: Well, you know, actually, no. Because if Mercedes falter and Ferrari lead, then Ferrari could win. Okay, if Mercedes and Ferrari both falter and Williams are leading, they will not win. In which case, Mercedes (laughs) will win. So, it's fairly simple.
0: The Red Bulls expect to do well in Spa, says Ricciardo. Do you think there's a chance of a double podium repeated?
1: Well, only if they bring forward their agreement to use Mercedes' engines. If
0: only. Force India, they've done well too, typically.
1: Yes, so Force India has done brilliantly well. They've had a podium here some many years ago. But overall, let's just wish for a good fight. As always, keep racing, everyone. This is Mithila and me signing out. See there you are guys. Lo- There's a lot of avenues. You can follow us, like us. There's Facebook, Twitter, Google+, SoundCloud. Just search for us, rate, and review. Thank it's you very nice. much.